Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Nathan East, hanging with the teddy bear on LOTL Radio, The Zone. Mm-hmm. 
blew me away. Does it surprise you a lot of times when you have an opportunity to go back and see yourself sing or see yourself perform just how really good and talented that you are? Yeah, um, I do a lot of gigs around the city that don't involve, like, full band um, stuff, and I always really love those moments because uh, I do get to play around vocally. Um, okay. Actually, I was just working I was just working on This Is Love with my vocal instructor, and we just had um, Marlon Saunders is his name. He's great. Um, so we had an opportunity to just play around and really just like use the ranges of my voice of my voice and just I was able to go back and explore the sound and I really do actually um I both like live instrumentation and all the bells and whistles I like that stuff um but it always is really beneficial as well as an artist to go back um to the simple version because honestly that's where, where all my songs come from I mean I don't I play a little bit of keys I, I'm just starting to teach myself guitar and I'm all right at it um okay. but all of my songs all my songs start off simple like that, really. Just me and my voice. Um, okay. And then we add all the other stuff later. Absolutely. The, vi- the vibe that I get from your from your EP is very organic. It's very raw. And I like that. I, I, I'm, like I said, I come from a time where it was based upon the authenticity of an artist. You know, they were able to right. put and ingrain all of themselves in the music. For you, how important is it to you as an artist that that you really you build a connection with the listening audience and give them something that they find relatable. Sorry, could you repeat that? You know, I was saying, how important is it to you as an artist that your music is predicated on something that you that the listeners can find relatable as far as your journey through music and your life experiences? Um, it's extremely important uh, because I write my music in service of others, really. Um, and it's to take people on a journey. I mean, the whole blank page of EP was me and my journey through, you know, love and loss and heartache and heartbreak. Um, and really, each song was kind of like a catharsis for myself. So when people listen to my music, I want them to feel that same catharsis. I want them to feel like they are set free of that, of whatever is, is holding them back or whatever they're holding on to so that they can move forward. Um, So it's really important to me. Taking that stance as far as being able to expose that sense of vulnerability, I find it to be very challenging, but also very uh, refreshing because a lot of us, we go Mm -hmm. through our different life experiences, but we are scared to show or express the feelings that we do have. For you, how therapeutic right. was it for you working on the EP and exposing so much of yourself? Um, it was tough at times because, I don't know, sometimes when you're in it, it's really hard uh, for you to grapple with the same emotions like while you're dealing with it. Um, okay. Like, for example, Kind Eyes, We, I was writing that song like as we were in the studio and I was laughing with my producer, Swain. <laughs> because literally as we as he was laying down the tracks and everything, I kept on writing and scribbling, scribbling and scratching out things and, like, you know, rewriting um, just because I had this thing I wanted to say, but I hadn't, I think I was still in it, and I still I still hadn't, like, you know, fully gone through the emotion. Um, but I was able to finally get it out, like, literally maybe 30 minutes before we actually recorded the vocal. 
Um, so, you know, okay. I think it's hard. It's hard to be vulnerable like that as an artist, but I feel like you do yourself a disservice as an artist. You do people a disservice if you aren't completely open um, with your emotions because, once again, like, we create music for, for the audience, you know, for, for yeah. the listener. Absolutely. Um, you have mm-hmm. certain people in our world that are introverted and some are extroverted. Um, yeah. For you as an artist, um, do you feel it's more therapeutic for you to be able to communicate through your music than a lot of times being able to express your feelings emotionally as far as just sitting down and having just a normal conversation with someone? Hmm. Is it easier for me to express through my music or through talking to yes. people? Sure. Yeah, just having a hmm. normal, just a normal conversation expressing yourself. Wow, it is. It is. I have to say, like you know how you think you know yourself, <laughs> but <laughs> the more I learn, the more I learn about myself. The more I learn okay. about myself, I think that it's probably easier for me to express through music. Um, and I don't know if that makes me an introvert or an extrovert, but it definitely. I've noticed that the only way that I can get out things that I'm feeling nowadays is just by writing a lot of the time. And, like, if I have something to say to somebody, I will usually write it down before I even say it to them or try to say it to them. I have a lot of trouble, like, communicating with face-to-face, so I just usually write it or I'll, I'll then that becomes a song. Um, so it's easier for me to process and feel and communicate what I'm feeling through music. Absolutely. The reason why I ask that because, you, like I said, you, you have a lot of people that have that have a very, I don't like to use the term difficult, but it can be very challenging to express one's feeling just by sitting down and oh, just absolutely. conversing with them. It is very challenging. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. very challenging. Um, do you very consider yourself a hopeful romantic? Because I get a vibe from that, from the EP, that you're definitely a hopeful <laughs> romantic and you like the idea of being in love. What does being in love mean to Case Loan? What does being in love mean to Case Loan? Wow, that's a that's a big question. Um, I think it means I I definitely am a hopeful romantic. Um, okay. I, I'd say so because I see the good in people, um, especially those that I'm seeing. You know, and a part of being a hopeful that sometimes that's a disservice to me. Sometimes that's, you know, sometimes it works. But just like being a hopeful romantic and love to me means like work. I mean, I don't think that it should. I mean, there's this idea in Hollywood that it's supposed to be all like easy and like walking down the street and the sun is shining, the birds are chirping. But I'm finding the more that you deal with people, people are so complex and complicated and everybody's born with their own like history and stories and lives and experiences. So when you collide your heart with another person, it's just you're colliding two different stories and experiences, and sometimes it's work in order to figure out this, like, complicated web that is this person. <laughs> and, you know, it means to be in love. It means that, and basically, if you're willing to stick around enough to, like, put up with someone else's, like, stories and crap and everything, to me, right. that means that, that you deeply love that person. Um and it takes a lot of stepping back and reevaluating and learning um, and being willing to go back at it again, um, even if mistakes were made, even if, you know, <laughs> things didn't quite turn out right the first time. Um, right. So, yeah. 
I, I but definitely it understand. Also means, yeah, it also means knowing when to let go as well. Yeah, absolutely. So. Now, the short period of time that I've had an mm-hmm. opportunity to converse with you, the vibe that I get from you and coincide with your music is that you have so many different layers of your personality. <laughs> you have Case Loon, the artist. You have Case Loon, the woman that has a very playful, very laid-back side. Then you have the other part of you that can be very emotional and in that moment. If you had to, com- if you had to describe yourself overall, how would you describe yourself? How would I describe what now? How would you describe yourself overall as an artist? Um, as an artist, I'd describe myself as quirky, <laughs> colorful, <laughs> <laughs> really just like, I don't know, I like to say black girl magic, like honestly, okay. Um, okay. because that's the vibe that I'm trying to, to put out there. That's the vibe that I really want to create, you know? Um, I think it's an important time in, in the world. I think it's an important time for black women. Um, I think that it's in time for black women to shine, and, and I definitely want to keep being 100% myself. I want okay. to keep being my quirky, because I'm a very quirky person, and I'm a very silly person. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, so just colorful, bubbly. I'm very bubbly. Um, okay. Smiley. Yeah, that's how I describe myself. Okay. Now, take, take me back to summertime. Love the song. What was the thought process when you started working on that particular single? I'm sorry, could you repeat that? Oh, no, not a problem. I said this, one of the singles called Take Me Back to Summertime. What was your thought process mm-hmm. when you initially started working on that single for the EP? Uh, Take Me Back to Summertime? So I actually work in education. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't know if you can hear the kids in the background. <laughs> so I work... <laughs> I work in education. Yeah, they were all screaming, it's Kelly, it's Kelly. Um, but, yeah, I work in education, and the story of taking back to summertime is actually um, a story of two of my students. So they were, like, madly in love with each other, dating each other, and there was, like, a new drama every single day, and it really was, like, the quintessential young lover's tale. Um, okay. So, Every single time they would come to me with, like, their new drama, I would always roll my eyes and say, this is, like, too much. Um, And my boss said one day that, you know, you really do have to honor how they're feeling and you have to honor their story and what they're going through because, you know, you have to think back and remember what it was like for you to be in love like that at that age and that person to be the whole world. And it got me to really thinking, like, dang, back then, like, love was really free. (laughs) Love was really... You know, it was like all or nothing, you know, I'm going to wear your promise ring. (laughs) You're the only person for me, you know. So taking it back to summertime is really about, like, love back then versus, like, love now and trying to get back to, like, the young, carefree feeling. It's the story of two people that have been in love for a very long time and they lost it. They lost that feeling. So it's like taking it back to summertime, taking it back to the young and, like, being young and and youth. It was a much simpler time, I will admit to that. Yes, it was. <laughs> Let's get <laughs> one of the many hit singles from the new EP, of course, from the very talented Kate Sloan with, uh, yeah, Take Me Back to Summertime, here in the zone of L.O.T. <laughs>
told me I was pretty And if I go, you be anywhere that I be Gave you a kiss cause you love me so well That is 
the toughest question, and I think about that question every single day, um, really. And if that happens, then, you know, I think that's great, and I consider myself very fortunate. Um, I think I've got a pretty good brand going. I mean, hopefully they don't want to, they wouldn't want to take too much. <laughs> um, I've got a, I'm assembling, like, a really cool team of people. I've got my band. They're amazing. You know, hopefully I would be able to take everything with me. I'm open to always collaborating with people. Um, but the one thing I couldn't compromise on is, like, the people I make music with. Um, because right. we work so closely, we work so closely together um, to create this stuff. And I mean, specifically talking about my band and even like my producer. And I know the music industry is chock full of producer and producers. And me and my producer have had this, this conversation. And he said, you know, at the end of the day, the decision is yours. If you are approached by a label, and he, like you know, we hold no hard feelings or anything. And but you know, the ideal is and <laughs> what the energy that I'm putting out there is that you know. I could remain and have control, but just like I'd be working with people that are willing to add to and not try to change my package, you know, um, right. change it completely because it's a part of me and it's a part of my identity. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the, the industry mm-hmm. will sell you a bill of goods, sell you, sell you a bill of goods, right. and uh, and those bill of yeah. goods is actually selling your soul for the right. Uh, and the I, pr- I think I, I know what that felt like. Yeah. Exactly. You know, you have to be, you have to be very, very, uh, yeah, very aware yeah. of uh, what's going on. Um, I want to take you. I want to take you back. Yeah. Sorry. What were you going to say? I was going to say that fame, fame comes and goes, but you know, the people right. that you're surrounded with, and you know, the, the people that you impact and the people that you deal with, those are the people that fill, like, form your foundation. So, to me, that's very important. Absolutely, without question. Now, we can get in Dr. Who's time machine, and we can travel back in time to the height of the Motown era. What particular mm-hmm. artist would Kay Sloan like to do a duet with? Oh, wow. <laughs> That's excellent. Okay, so Florence Ballard. Um, okay. She is one of the, so <laughs> she is one of the supreme. And she, yes. you know, make it to the height of their fame. She was the early Supreme. Um, unfortunately, you know, she, I can't remember if she was kicked out of the group. But basically, in high school, we did a, a play about them called Now That I Can Dance Motown 1962. And I got to play Florence Ballet. Um, and so I got to listen to a lot of the early Supreme music. And as well as, like, she has this single called Sweater Popcorn. Um, right. Really early. It was like a B, it was like a B side of, of one of their albums. Um, and her voice is just phenomenal. Like it's it's strong. It's almost like got that Etta James type feel to it. Um, I would I would probably want to do something with Etta James, but she wasn't well done. <laughs> but Florence um, Ballard, you know, she's got that bluesy, earthy, gutsy type feel to her, and I would love to just like do a duet with her. I think our voices would sound beautiful together. Um, yeah, either her or Mary Wells. No good, good choice. A good, really good choice. Yeah. Okay, all right. I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Part two of that question: If the mm-hmm. the case loan today, if you could go back five years, what would the case loan today tell the case loan five years ago? Five years ago, what would you tell her? Wow. Um, I would tell myself not to get caught up so much in what people think of you. 
I would tell myself to not be afraid to try new things, try anything, to experiment and to be quirky and to be yourself. Not to be 100% afraid to be yourself. Um, And also, hmm, probably just those two things. Not to be, and they go hand in hand. Um, Not caring what people think and not being afraid of being 100% yourself because I think that that's what, like self-confidence, that's what was keeping me from really going after it like for so long. Um, And it's still a journey that I'm on and, you know, that's why I have like such a great support system and my family and my friends, you know, people that I talk to and bounce ideas off of and everything and they're always like positively encouraging me. It's like, you know, just do it. Be yourself, you know. Everybody's going to have an opinion. <laughs> oh, without question. Has an opinion. And those are the one things that you can't base things off of, you know? Yeah, it's not true. Yeah. It's true. And, you know, uh, I think that's one of the most uh, difficult things that we have in society people being able to be themselves and be comfortable in their own skin. Mm-hmm. Because we're trying to impress other people, we lose, uh, we lose track of who we really are, the essence. Right. Of who we are. And uh, one yeah. of the things that I find so refreshing about your EP is that, number one, you challenge yourself. And just speaking with you now, that you realize there's so many different layers of yourself and you're working on stretching it farther and farther, mm-hmm. which to me is a beautiful, beautiful thing. And speaking of a beautiful thing, Motown Baby. What is Motown <laughs> Baby? <laughs> Motown Baby is a it's a tribute song. Um okay. it's a tribute to Detroit, really. That's my hometown, that's where I'm from. Um, I wrote it on a day that I was feeling really homesick. I was missing my family. I was New York was really like kicking my butt. <laughs> I wanted to go home. So I remember I got off the I got off the train and I was like walking back and I started thinking in my head, I was just like thinking of all the Motown songs or whatever and I was like, What if I created a love song that had, was like a play on all the titles. And then I got into my apartment and I Googled like a hundred Motown songs and it was like a list of titles. And I just started to like do a play on words. I wrote a poem um, that was like just a play on words of Motown titles. Um, and it turned into this like love song. And it's just like, I'm going to be your Motown baby because Motown is a, is a song or is a, is a city that's chock full of soul. Like, and I, don't, I mean, people know Motown music, but people think that Motown music is, like, left and that, you know, Detroit is, is a city that's going through a lot of strife. But I recently went back, and Detroit is, like, thriving. And Detroit is beautiful. And Detroit has, like, a beautiful artist community. Detroit has a, a beautiful singers community. And I was, I was like, so grateful to be able to, to witness that because it wasn't always there when I was growing up. You know, it was kind of in the middle of its renaissance when I was growing up. And now it's really... It's kind of long, it's blossoming, and it's really beautiful to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's definitely a beautiful thing. We've come a long ways, and uh, in the words of that great American poet, Mr. Dennis Edwards, yeah, the childhood mm-hmm. part of my life wasn't very pretty. I was born and raised in the slums of the city. Yeah, we're going to take right. the cloud nine. <laughs> 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 Lord have mercy. Motown <laughs> Baby, one of the many... <laughs> Fantastic singles from the new EP, of course, with uh, Case Long, Blank Pages. Let's get into it here in the zone of LOTL Radio. 
like the teddy bear if you're feeling a little bit more adventurous you can always head over to uh, Amazon.com and be sure you can always update some of the official websites see the comings and goings with the teddy bears up to Lord and Mercy at www.lotllocomfortzone.com and while you're there 24-hour live streaming music we want to R&B jazz soul Funk, F-U-N-K, and gospel. We want it shaken, but never stirred. It's a beautiful thing. You can also catch it with us on Twitter. It's at Twitter at L-O-T-O Radio. Also on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash L-O-T-L, the comfort zone. And last but certainly not least, Lord help me, we're also on Instagram. That's at Instagram.com forward slash L-O-T-L, the comfort zone. My goodness, well, it's about that time. Man, I've had a really, uh, had a fun, fabulous day. I want everybody to have a very spiritual, candy-coated, positive Tuesday afternoon, man. And without you listeners, there would be no zone. And definitely, you know, teddy bears in my cup running over with such humility. But in the meantime, we're going to close it with the latest single from this captivating artist. <laughs> Naya from her debut album I the new hit single featuring Jasmine Sullivan Sideline and as in always keep it soulful here in the zone of L.O.T.O. Radio Lord and mercy
keep waiting for the right time Still on that satellite I'm so far away Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.